Trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy. I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I missed that dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 dirt. I missed that. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Full house uh, in studio tonight. A little bit different. Uh, rolling this out here on a Thursday night. We have encountered a. About every technical difficulty we can now. A little feedback in the headphones. No internet service five minutes before we went on air. Um, so, hey, we'll see how long we make this thing happen. So, uh, But uh, exciting night tonight. Going to talk a little bit about the Bowman 50 and the Jackson 100. But first of all, to talk about our sponsors. Uh, first and foremost, in the FastLaneProductions.com. That is your premium place to go for live racing videos. Uh, go visit the guys over at InTheFastLaneProductions.com. Get your premium account so that you can watch all of the action uh, that goes on at Brownstown Speedway each and every weekend. Our next one's going to be Schaefer Photo and Custom T. Our next one's going to be Schaefer and Photo and Custom Tees is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like. From prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo Custom Tea Booth and let Bronze Bobby know what you can, what he can do for you. And I see here, Bronze Bobby has logged in. So uh, if you go ahead, you got some orders that you want uh, from in the fast lane or from uh, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea. Just go ahead and type them there in the Facebook thing, and uh, Bronze Bobby will make sure we get those taken care of for you. Our next sponsor is Brownstown Speedway. Coming up, probably the biggest racing weekend of the year here there at Brownstown Speedway. You got the. Uh, Bowman 50 on uh, Friday night, along with what the Pure Stocks, TQs, I believe. Hornets. And the Hornets. Are the Hornets on there? Mm, I think so. I didn't think they were. Indiana Maybe Pro, not. Late Model Series, Pure Stocks, Hornets, and oh, King yeah. of the TQs. And then turn around Saturday night, what's the 39th annual Jackson 100, along with the Modifieds and Super Stocks, right? Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. If you guys aren't doing anything this weekend, get out. Uh, come both nights if you can, as long as Mother Nature holds off. We'll have to have our. Uh, Official meteorologist, give us an update for the the episode is out, and then uh, we'll go from there. 
And then uh, Miller's Termite and Pest Control, the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, and spiders. They can also uh, do lawn care. Where where else can you keep the bugs out and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email them at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Billy Bad Fast Performance, new sponsor by Racers for Racers. Billy Bad Fast Performance is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They're currently stocking Schaefer's oil products and front and rear bumpers and door bars for your late model or modified. If they don't have it, they can find it. Give them a call today at 502-517-9393. And I just want to I want to throw out here um Billy Bad Fast Performance here has uh has joined us on Facebook Live and uh has already said that um I don't know if we're looking at hero night, but he uh he said that Zach Burton would be his hero. Um so you know Shout out there to Billy Bad Fast Performance. So, P three P three Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports uh, wraps and apparel. P three Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give us a try on your next project; you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or Facebook on the P three Graphics page. Find out more at www.p3graphics.com. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you can't just you can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my personal insurance agent and should be yours, too. And finally, Brad Irwin Customs. Contact Brad Irwin Customs for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Give Brad a call today at 812-216-3900. Meanwhile. (laughs) Yeah. Bit hot outside, ain't it? Uh, Thank you, our our in-house meteorologist. It has been. It's been a... Mm -hmm. Been a little bit of a uh, an Indian summer here. Yeah, my glasses are fogging <laughs> up now. <laughs> yeah, down here in Crowsville, Indiana, uh, home of Irwin Customs. Uh, the, the second, gold the, the second coldest adult drink in Crowsville, right? Yeah, second coldest. Actually, I, I don't know. I, I may put him at third because he talks a big game, but I've not seen him. Um, I think I'd have to go this garage, uh, thirsty sportsman, and then Irwin uh, Customs. So as a challenge but but matt i'm gonna turn it over to you why don't you introduce our our full table we started out with this week saying it'll just be us and we reached out and look at this full house well we tell everybody that comes that the door is always open and we've we finally had a chance to fill all the seats up but uh we have the bowling brothers in house this evening we got uh, ryan and nathan you know you guys see both of them here on my lot there working within the fast lane and then also have my brother mike like we said uh I kind of hinted there the other day, and he wasn't able to make it. Probably our most dedicated listener, so I don't know if we're going to have any responses, you know, on the feedback this evening since Mike's in the house this evening. I'll probably get picked on by a few people. Uh, I'm used to that, so hey, I got big shoulders. I'll take it. I'm just, I'm hoping that you know, Chad Stapleton's not been on for the last uh, last couple weeks, and uh, I think it's a good night for for Chad to join us again and give us his faithful input so justin bowling heat race winner now yeah so congratulations on that justin he just logged in and said hey guys have a great show except nathan 
<laughs> oh, Sorry. I hope he stubs his toe, so I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. what happened there, Nathan? Uh, technical glitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in Knoxville, and I get a yeah. text. Hey, like... <laughs> So I just want to publicly apologize, Justin. I I still feel horrible about that. And, Justin, we did investigate that. It was a technical glitch with the camera. It was not what was reported, uh, that he was in the concession stand line. Um, It was a verified technical glitch with the camera. Exactly. For my time doing this stuff, if something like that's going to happen, it's always when you've got a a first-time winner. I mean, it's it's happened to everybody. It's just one of those things, and it sucks, but... And it always happens at the worst time. Like I yes, said, absolutely. we're we're ten minutes. We've sat here for an hour getting ready. We're ten minutes to go, and my internet shuts down. So I mean, it's it's always a scramble to try and figure out how you're going to make things work. But you know, congratulations to Justin. You know, uh, you know, former guest of the show, and uh, always another you know invited back. But very exciting stuff. So Justin, I just want to say that the announcer stayed on the mic and uh, and got you through to the checkered flag, though. Man. <laughs> <laughs> tried tried to bring it back around for you nathan and yeah. <laughs> one final stab <laughs> oh well <laughs> uh big weekend this weekend though starting off with uh you know jackson 100 weekend but starting off friday night with uh what you said you know the bowman 50 and yes. that is uh you know that's an event that has gotten bigger each year um and is a pretty important event for those guys talking about justin bowling those guys in that uh indiana pro late model crate class I mean, this is the Jackson 100, World 100 for those guys. You know, this is their big showing there. And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, Lucas Oil kind of rolls in, and I have to take a back seat. And I gladly take a back seat to James Essex and, you know, all them guys when they roll in. But this is kind of like my big race of the year to uh, to uh, put on there. So <laughs> thank you, Justin, that I'm a champion. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, the, the Bowman 50 is pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's good for him. I think it gives him notoriety because there's a touring series to watch him and say, hey, you know, if somebody needs a driver, there's somebody, hey, this guy can really wheel a car. Let's bring him up. Absolutely. It's a great opportunity well, for those guys to kind of show off in front of people. Right. You know, this is the sixth annual Bowman 50, but we've only ran four races because 2013 it rained out. Right. Mike brings that up that they move up. Let's look at, you know, the previous winners, Brad Ballrow won the first one. And then you have Devin Gilpin, Jason Jameson, and Hudson O'Neill. So, you know, that right there proves your point that, you know, the Bowman 50, they've, they've all moved up and, and done bigger and better things there. I'm just lost at Braden's comments. We got to yeah, explain this a little bit. That well, I was, no, we got to explain. I, I know what it is. I was just yeah. going to leave it to you there. I but. just, I, I assumed he was talking about you and technical difficulties. I, <laughs> that, that is Ryan's kickball team, yeah. kickball it, league. Yeah, strictly is what that is. Yeah, Ryan. So. Ryan plays on a kickball league in Seymour, and that is the name of your uh, your kickball team. Correct. Uh, that's correct. Yes. So we're not going to mention it. We just go back and read it in the yeah. comments there. Yeah. But thanks, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to a kid. It's off to a flying star. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is going to be good. And I, sh- I got dressed up for this. <laughs> I, I thought Stapleton might drag us down, but we've gotten there on our own. Braden has somehow got around the parental uh, guidelines <laughs> on his... his... <laughs> He Mom might. or dad has let him get on without supervision and he, things like that happen. He, but yeah, dad must have went to the bathroom and not be looking over his shoulder at the kitchen table. 
He's got a secret account. See? <laughs> <laughs> All right, nothing but love. Yeah, it's nothing but love. Let's get back on task. (laughs) You can tell it's getting to the end of the race season because each one of these gets tougher and tougher to stay focused on, even with the uh, the big action coming up this weekend. But let's go back to the Bowman Fifty and and Mike. You bring up a great point about drivers moving up, and you look at some of those guys there that you know it's it's too bad the Huddy's not going to be able to race this weekend with the injury and the surgery that he went through. but But he will be the pit reporter for Dirt on Dirt. That's awesome that's that's awesome that you know he's got a uh he's got a future as a race car driver i don't want to take away from that but later in the years he's got a future in in broadcasting because he's got a great knack for that as well i actually agree with that and um obviously devin uh gonna be trying to uh make the feature and make the show there as well um Can we like hide the comments for a little bit? We'll we'll, ca- we'll catch back up with them later. Uh, I mean, Ryan's so glad he no, came on the good. show tonight. Yeah. So we're good. I'm, uh, <laughs> I think I think in the off season we may have a kickball podcast. Hey, we need more teams. Like we do. We've got eight teams, and I think there's eight teams, and it's getting more and more fun each year. But we need more people. I think Throttled Up needs to have a team next I, year. I think that's a great idea. I'll be Nathan, the bench warmer. Nathan's shaking his head. No, no. no. I'll I'm be out. the bench warmer. <laughs> we, we said throttled up, not in the fast lane. Uh, wow, man! Wow, wow. <laughs> We're gonna hide the comments. That hurts. <laughs> wow, right through the heart again. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a mood. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about. <laughs> I'm trying. And I'm the I'm the one that's half delirious and tired this week. Um, let's talk about the idea though of we we talked about the ones that have moved up and and have had that jump and the success. We well, all know what what Huddy's done and what Devin's you know he, he's on the brink of being able to do and hopefully can make and the, Jason Jameson the feature this weekend and Jason Jameson. But let's look at that grouping that's going to run here in this year's Bowman Fifty. Who's that next guy that we think may be either the guy that gets a win or the next guy that we're going to see make that jump and make some noise in the Super World? From what I've seen, throw a blanket under and pull one out. Yeah, I'm agree with you, but I think uh, I think Tyler Neal might have a pretty good shot mm-hmm. about moving on, you know, to yeah. a, a something bigger and better. There, honestly, that's uh, yeah. You know, with his connections, you know, with the O'Neill family and everything else, he he would probably be the, the first one I would say that. We'll probably see leave you know the crate series and move on to something else. Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, Tyler, he's he showed week in and week out. He can, he's a good competitor, and like you said, he's got that knowledge behind him too. So that's huge, right there. Yeah. And you know, a lot of the other guys, you know, they have families and, and they're kind of locked down. You know, right here, where it's going to be hard for them mm-hmm. to do a traveling series like that. So I, that's going to be my prediction. Dustin is is Tyler Neal. Is that your prediction for both questions? You think Tyler wins the Bowman fifty and's the guy to move on, or just the guy to move on? Hmm. I think he's going to be the guy to move on. Let me think a little bit on who's going to win it because Brayden Watson said Dusty Chapman's going to win the Bowman fifty, <laughs> and he says that Dwayne Chamberlain is going to win the Jackson one hundred. Insane, Dwayne. Is Dwayne going to be there? I, I don't. I didn't think he I was going to. On my list, yeah, I didn't think he was going to be there. But that he is, he uh, could be. See, that's uh, that's Braden Watson's uh, prediction. Apparently, he needs to go back to English class because he capitalizes nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
He's too busy trying to find Ryan. <laughs> but he does have punctuation. Yeah, he, he's got the three dots in there. No, so. he has a period at the end of the I sentence, need to pull too. Up the crate list here and just see. He's, uh, <laughs> look, he, now he's misspelling on purpose. <laughs> I, I think he's. Uh, probably, he says he's going. He's, I guess he's made contact with Insane DeWine there and said he's going to be there. He might be busy trying to find actual footage of Ryan at one of the kickball games. Keith Sparkman um, wants to know if I announce the kickball games. I might have to add that on my list. Thing is, he's got somebody really close, closely related to him that's on my kickball team, so he hears all about it. <laughs> so he's got insider knowledge. Yeah, yeah. He knows we suck. <laughs> We have the most fun, though, that's for sure. I got a question, just curious. Who do you think the wolf in sheep's clothing is with the Bowman 50? What do you mean? Uh, one that has a potential, but just kind of lays in the weeds. Not that I don't know, but I'm going to go back to... Marty O'Neill's going to win the Bowman 50. <laughs> I, that And I, I threw it out to you, but that would be my pick as well. I think that, man, I think in the last month and a month and a half, you know... Marty and that group have found some things that, that they are just smooth and fast. Well, I'm just not going to go off a guess. I, I did bring some stats with me. Marty is one of only three drivers that has raced in all four that, that's been raced. It's been uh, Connor Mead, Marty O'Neill, and Matt Paytas are the only three that's raced in all four of them. Marty's finishes are a third, a second, a second, and a third. I mean, he has an average finish of 2.5. So pretty, I'm going to say he is... Math. He is due. I already had it prefigured. Oh, I tried. <laughs> I tried went to throw you some love. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's... And, you know, Devin Gilpin and Jason Jameson both won the first time they ever raced the race, so... Oh, look at that. So did he posted on his Facebook he's coming. Oh, Can't thank you, Derek. Rick Gum okay. is in the house now. Oh, yeah, shout makes... out to, to Rick Gum. Hidden magic in the oh, house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can call him Hidden Magic anymore. That's the problem. It's not hidden anymore. It's all been he invited him. He invited yeah. that, that. You know, yeah. I understand why he did that and invited him out to the shop to try and kill the controversy. But I'm going to be honest, Rick, it, it kind of upset me. I gave you this great nickname, <laughs> Hidden Magic. We were going to run with it. T-shirt, marketing campaign. I think we just need to go back to money and then the you, controversy. That's what we're going to call him. Then you invite everybody out <laughs> and you let, them, you let them see the magic. I, I don't know. I'm 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 struggling with it, Rick. He's just going to be Rick the controversy gum. He's just going to be Rick gum to me. With, I one, <laughs> with one M. <laughs> Rick he, chewing gum. <laughs> chewing up the competition gum. <laughs> Sparkman oh, says Rick gum is going to win in his pure stock for the Bowman Fifty. Well. Well, Rick says he's working on the car right now, so. Now, that's controversy. But, <laughs> hey, back back to the Bowman 50, though. There's been 51 <laughs> different drivers racing the Bowman 50 over four races there. Like I said, with four different winners. So I'm, try, I'm trying to be folk. 51 drivers over four races. Yeah. And like I said, Marty has a 2.5 average finish over four races. Not Never out of the top three. That's That was why I picked him. That's consistency yeah, right I mean, there. I'm looking at the... Just the points list here, and honestly, I mean, you know, obviously Tyler Kane's going to be fast. I mean, he's he's pretty good week in week out, but yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like a Raymond Humphrey or somebody a little different winning, you know, just because why not mix and things up, right? And he's definitely capable. Um, 
but you know marty he's definitely got a a pretty good hold on everybody i feel like and um i just don't know like if if you're gonna throw like a steve Gotzi in there or you know shelby if he's there if chad stapleton he's in a crate i mean that could definitely mix it up i think overall no matter what it's going to be a good race and and that crate class has shown that any given night depending on the track and how it, it comes into it and obviously you know and we've said it here a ton i'm gonna say it again kudos to what uh jim has been able to do with the track over the last couple of months even with some tough situation but talking about some weather on friday possibility of a heavy track no matter what jim can do with it um just from the weather if they can get it in they could play a situation of a lot of different factors there for whoever wins the bowman 50 but you know the guys that you mentioned that like you said are have been front runners you know canes ran the race two times and he's got a 19th and a 13th you know that's that's right. kind of hurt right. for him and then you know raymond humphreys raced it three times with a 14th a 20th and a 7th so it's just like these are kind of yeah, Achilles' I mean, heels for them guys right that's now. That's the thing with this class. It's so wide open. I mean, we, we say Marty's got a hold on it, but honestly, I mean, it's eh, there's five or six guys that honestly could win this deal. So I, I oh, mean, yeah. I think and it's like good. Mike it's said, strange. you know, you got to throw a blanket over him. I mean, it's, right. you're really not going to know. No. You know, a lot of different variables will play into that. Sometimes a little bit of luck can go a long way. Oh, absolutely. You know, how, mm-hmm. how you how you come out of your heat races, how you end up in the feature, you know, how cautions fall. I mean, all of that stuff and, and the track condition is going to play into who walks away with that, that Bowman 50 win. I also, I talked to uh, to Trent Lowell this week, and uh, he told me Justin Shaw is going to be over there in, in, in Trent's car. And I well, guess... Well, that changes... I, I was gonna say if Justin Shaw is gonna be there, he's a guy that I think yes, honestly right. go out there and win it. I mean, he he. And Trent uh, said that Justin yeah. has raced. I think he told me a couple twice in the car, both times very good showing. So he's got his, uh, you know, he's kind of confident getting down the car right. now. And then he said they've worked on it to make it better. So you you can't rule Justin out because he is a wheel man. Right, absolutely. I was watching the race. Um, I don't. It was from Eldora there back in whatever year it was. It was like a a non-winners race or whatever for the world and and he was i mean he, he was the highlight of the whole show that oh yeah night in that, in that yeah. race i mean he's a wheel man he's he's raced some some bigger events like that and i think definitely if he's there and they've got the car right he could be a guy that could win yeah and, and kudos to trent in that whole deal in and i know that trent obviously loves to be behind the wheel and and has a true passion but with trent's boys and playing playing sports playing baseball you know trent is constantly and, and i love looking at his post because it's constantly in clarksville at the baseball field cars loaded flying back jumping in getting to there so to give a guy like justin a chance to get back in that car and, and get some consistency i think um i agree i think that that could throw a whole wrench in everything if if justin gets over there but that's uh i don't have a whole lot like i said on the bowman 50 you know it's a, it's a like you said earlier dustin it's a growing event you know it is the big you know, Jackson 100, World 100, Dream for the the crate cars. You know, this is their uh, their night out to shine. You know, at, at Brownstown Speedway. So, uh, if the weather holds off and we have time, I know I talked to Jim last Saturday night when he was at the racetrack. We are going to have out of car driver introductions for these guys, which I've really been pushing for that because uh, you know we try to think of ways to get the fans more involved. And and I've said it on here many times before. I was always curious what they looked like out of the car, okay. and I think this helps with the fans maybe recognizing with the driver or, or something like that so if 
we don't have weather pushing on us or anything like that. We're going to have, you know, on the front stretch, out-of-car driver introductions for the Bowman 50. I think everybody's curious to see what they look like out of the car after after seeing them drive. It's like, you know, what's he, you know. A lot of, I know the first time I ever seen Jason Fegger, what I imagined he would look like and what he looked like was totally different. Mm-hmm. Because he like does, Drew Carey. He, he doesn't look... <laughs> But he doesn't look like his driving style. But he said he's had a lot of people tell him that. So yeah. you know he, how Fegger drives and how his car is wrapped, and the way he looks really doesn't right. you know coexist. I didn't think so. You know that's I was always curious about that stuff. Well, and it's like you and I have talked. I know you're you're gonna poke fun at me here because I'm gonna talk open wheel for 12 seconds on I'm Jackson 100 I'm weekend. With you. I'm with you. But when you talk about how guys look, I mean, when you talk about the way Larson and way Clawson ran their sprint cars. And they get out of there, and and just in in their body size, they look like twelve year olds. You're like, that dude just wheeled that car the way he was wheeling it. I mean, it is. It's amazing mm-hmm. to watch some what some of those guys can do. Well, think, the thing about Larson and Clawson, they realized a long time ago everybody's the same size on the racetrack. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, when and, it comes to sprint car racing, there is only like one guy out there that's that's over like maybe six feet tall and that's shane coddle and outside yeah. of that they're all tiny yeah they're tiny guys yeah because when you l- even look at trying to get yourself fit into that right. box <laughs> there's yeah. not a whole lot to, of room to do it yep so now and, and to talk about you know kind of you know building into the jackson weekend i do want to say this how much and i know none of us are drivers here tonight and we've had crate guides on several times this year <clears throat> How much do you guys think to speculate here the change to that 50-lap feature in the Bowman 50 changes how these guys kind of try and set their cars up and, and prepare? I think they'll watch it to see how the tire wear uh, preferred groove, where the line's going to go, if it's going to be top-dominant, bottom-dominant, fuel consumption. I think unless it absolutely pours rain the track will be black and slick like it's been and it'll just be a hard tire night and uh i think experience you'll see the experience that's you know that's another reason i'm gonna lean toward marty you know he's ran that that 50 lapper many times he you know he raced back then it was just late models but he raced a super late model for years and years you know he knows how to drag out you know a long race and And not uh, use his stuff not use his stuff up so again i think experience is going to prevail over this you know you don't get to the guys that's only been in it for a year or two and you know, they've not been beyond 25 laps ever, maybe. So, See, I'm going to kind of throw a, you know, a wrench into this whole deal. I, I feel like that, what did we say? We had Hornets, TQs, what else is racing? Pure Stocks. Pure Stocks. So, I don't look for the track to be quite as hard tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be choppier because the TQs, Hornets, they're not doing any good to it. Right. Pure Stocks, you know, whatever. So I, I look for a little bit more of a heavy track, especially with the get rained, you know, tomorrow night. So I think that, I mean, it's going to be a battle for, you know, just who survives this deal, honestly. I mean, I, I don't look for the track to be super slow. It's going to be a battle of attrition just because you're going to have some inexperience wanting to lead that first lap. Well, and everybody's and unfortunately, fast. Unfortunately, but I mean, and and that's going to, you're going to have to be wary of, okay, who's going to try to jump me on this start? And try to lead that first lap instead of letting things sort out, mm-hmm. and then make your moves when opportunity is better presented. Well, and I think you know, depending on how many grooves there truly are in the racetrack, if it's not slick, you know, top to bottom, and there's you know, and, and again, the racing service has been awesome the last month, month and a half, and there's been three racing grooves that you can really run with. 
if there's not that, it's it's really going to come down to how patient can you stay. And and I get it because you don't want to stay patient too long, and then you don't give yourself that chance. But when do you make that move, and, and what do you have to do to make the move to get yourself around somebody? I'm going to throw this back out there, though, that I don't think you guys have considered. Lucas Oil is going to qualify Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to go out and hot lap. They're going to go out and qualify. The crate cars are allowed to attempt the Jackson 100, so they'll probably qualify also. So yeah, there's going to be a few more laps with some bigger tires out there than than just what the class is racing that night. But it are will be, be good and blown off for them too. Plus you'll have an established berm, if yeah. any, yeah, mm-hmm. up top cushion, so they'll have something to ride on. It won't be a green track, so they'll at least they'll at least know where the car works best and maybe be able to set up similar, without relying on the throttle as much, obviously, because they don't have as big an engine. Mm-hmm. So they're going to see a lot just from those guys qualifying maybe what to do to their car to make it work so let's 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 go ahead and fast forward let's jump to saturday night and and you know we've got and i know ryan you brought kind of your list um we've added some we know you know Dwayne chamberlain has posted that he's coming down but let's kind of go through that list because as as matt and i were talking when he first got here there's no doubt that and what we talk about all the time the the history and the competition that's at brownstown speedway every weekend but especially in these big events this is a who's who of super late model racing oh absolutely i mean it's it's our marquee event um you know they still consider it a a crown jewel event, crown jewel which, yes yeah you know that's you know the, that's hard to do nowadays because there's so many big races out there i mean there's just you go to twenty thousand dollar win race every weekend if you want to so that's that makes it a battle you know to keep it that crown jewel status but i think they're they're doing fine um you know the car counts are starting to to drop a little bit because there's so much going on but um lucas oil rolling in though that helps with the car oh, yeah, counts. You know, i mean uh, we're we're gonna get you know my best estimate i think with Dwayne, i think that makes 32 supers of course we're gonna have some crates in there too so but i think we're pretty solid at 32 supers saturday and who's the who are the you know for for maybe the the casual fan um, who may not know Dustin all Riller. the names um, <laughs> who uh, we're getting ready to have some tough love Justin Bowling <laughs> tough love uh, he doesn't realize I do have the mute button for his microphone at any time I want to there, there's three more on the table. <laughs> Uh, I have mutes for all of them <laughs> and the kill switch. Uh, but who's the, who's the names as you look down there, Ryan, that the casual fan would know that might drag them out to uh, uh, Brownstown Speedway to see the Jackson 100? I think definitely just uh, the way I, the way I've got it, definitely the top 12 Lucas Oil points guys are going to be there. So you've got Davenport, Richards, Bloomquist, Pearson, Owens. I mean, you've got all those guys. Those are, that's the core of, of, the crowd i feel like that's what everybody's coming to see um but you know obviously you're going to have guys like Devin and, and you know gilpin and um you know some good regional guys like case bolt and, and kent robinson um you know carrier juniors coming so you've got some guys like that too who are going to bring some people as well jason jameson i'm sure is going to have a ride yeah. in he no you absolutely know. yeah i think he'll definitely be there i know we talked before we went on there you know personally I do hope Greg Johnson shows back up, you know, after he's winning the, the Hoosier Dirt Classic. I hope that encourages him to come back, you know, to, to Brownstown. Yeah, I think that, that Greg should be back. I mean, he he raced up at Eldora the 
the Sunday after uh, the what race was it the um, Hoosier Dirt Classic. Yeah, and he had speed. He just there was no luck up there. I mean that place is a different ball game, but. I definitely think he's a guy that could come in there honestly and and mix things up, mix things up with the regional guys for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like I see, you got written down over there. You know what? What's there? Adam Bowman. You know he always mm-hmm. runs good over there. Zach Blackwood is really yep. starting to come into his own. Yeah, Zach. Uh, I mean, he's a guy right there that he has really surprised me this year. I mean, they they don't race a whole lot, but when they do, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he showed speed all year. So he, you know, he's a guy that. You know, if, if you told me, hey, he's going to make the Jackson 100, I, you know, I'd definitely be on board with that. Would he, I be mistaken? He has before, has he not? Didn't he right, win a uh, uh, little uh, consolation race against Mike Jewell to take it in a crate car? Um, let's go to our uh, our race historian. Yeah. Zach see. Blackwood ra- raced in the Jackson 100 one time and finished 15th. Oh, wow. Did, yes. uh, what year was that? You know for sure? Uh, stand by. 2009. Oh, wow. That's mm. been... Yeah, so yeah, Blackwood wow. has... Uh, he's been in the Jackson 100. That's crazy. I was thinking he had. Yeah. Yeah, that was when they got uh, wadded up down there in turn one, wasn't it? No, he actually came out in a... It was a, a race just for the local guys, and whoever won that yes, six you're cars, right. six you laps, right. yeah. got, to, got to move forward. Yeah. He was the promoter's choice that way, and he beat Jewel for it, if I remember yeah. correctly. What I was thinking about was uh, when Jason Jameson and Mike Jewell got together down there in turn one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And uh, I think the biggest thing, if, if there's a true storyline with the Jackson 100, it's just the fact that we had, you know, I said had because at one time, like, we were the, you know, the epicenter of dirt late model racing and even just our local guys, I yeah. mean. So when the Jackson 100 came around, you had the national guys and, and our local could really keep up with him yeah. and you know we were talking about jim curry earlier and just just things like that but you know that's it's a lot tougher deal now i think right now on honestly the the best local guy we got that's really gonna make some noise this weekend is probably devin i mean he's just he's, yeah he's really good at brownstown he's raced against these guys he's been racing in bigger races you know i feel like he's he's definitely got the you know all well, the cards in line in the friday night race last year you know they ran the two separate shows. I wasn't it Devin that finished second to yeah, Jimmy Devin. Owens. Yes, right. yes. So that was that uh, tribute to Steve yes. Barnett race we yeah. had. You're right. Yeah, that uh, yeah he finished second yeah. to uh, to Jimmy Owens. So, I mean, that the night. thing was that that was a, a short race, and you know that definitely changed a lot of things. Hundred laps is a lot different, mm-hmm. but I think Devin's definitely getting to the point where those hundred lap races are more. Um, you know, they're starting. He's starting to get the feel for it. I feel yeah. like. I, I agree with you. But, I, you know, too, I, I want to go back to, like, you know, some of the regional guys that I think can make some noise right now. Kent Robinson's really right fast. Um, you, you know, Kent and Jason Palabicki, they've really got things going good. Um, you know, and, again, he's a guy that doesn't race just a lot, but when he does, I mean, he, he's always fast. He's he's won some, you know, fairly big races with some good guys in him. So he's a guy that i you know if there's a guy really too other than devin to stand out this week and i definitely think it'll be kent you know you really can't rule chad out because if he shows yeah. up and it, you know yeah. he's got his mindset you know he's a fierce competitor out there and you know it seems like he shows up with a whole different mindset on jackson 100 weekend so you know 
I'm not going to rule him out for this weekend right, at all. I, you know, we were talking about the track earlier. I think for qualifying, obviously, it's going to be heavier uh, tomorrow night. And I, Chad could like go out there and lay down a pretty good yes. lap. So, yeah. that you know, just that alone can really put him in position to have a good weekend. And, you know, it seems like the longer that uh, that Scott James is in his car here lately, he's yeah. getting – you know, he's getting better and better. He's getting, you know, it seems like he's getting some more stuff. And, you know, there's been times Scott's been, you know, a very good race car driver over at Brownstown Speedway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you he know, he's another one. And I'm going to consider him kind of regional. You know, he's from yep. Bright, Indiana. You know, watching him race, you know, I think he got, you know, I think Essex gave me his nickname of the Silver Shark at Brownstown, to be yeah, honest with I'm, you. So that's probably true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Scott's won, he won a big race up in Wisconsin yeah. a few weeks back. I think it was yeah. like 10,000 to win. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's there too. So, I mean, I do kind of hope this year we get back to that, you know, our regional guys showing a, you know, having a good, good weekend just yeah. to to bring back that Jackson 100 feel. Right. Because, I mean, honestly, the past few years I just feel like it's, I don't want to call it down or anything. It's just you know, it's not had that same, uh, you know, storyline. I feel like that we might be getting back to this year. Well, it it doesn't help, and you know, I, this is not a bash by no means, but. It seems like everybody just go ahead and they hand Bloomquist the win when he mm-hmm. rolls off the trailer. Right. And he's been very dominant. You know, since 2010, you know, he's been about the only winner we've had at the Jackson 100. And that really kind of hurts people because they're like, well, he's just going to win it again. Right. Absolutely. Because, like, he's he's won it the past two years. And in those two years, he's led 199 laps. I mean, he, he, led, right. he led one through 100 last year. And he, he led two through 100 the year before. So, I mean, Scott... Obviously, he. I, I do feel like he kind of helped hurts our car count just a little bit, getting some of those guys out of Kentucky and, and surrounding mm-hmm. areas because they're like, you know, he, there's no chance. I right. Mean, but, you know, honestly, this year, though, I Scott, obviously, he's still really good. I don't want to bet <laughs> against him, but Scott's had some trouble here lately. He had, mm-hmm. He's had quite a bit of, of motor issues this year. Uh, you know, at Knoxville last week, he was fast and, you know, he went down to seven cylinders so i mean they're having trouble too but yeah. you know he's he's famous for the quote the aliens have landed in brownstown so i mean he, he's gonna be tough to bet against oh, yeah. for sure and before we get any deeper in there i know uh your guys's dad has reached out to uh to don o'neill and hudson o'neill for that we're going to give some doors away this weekend and nathan i'll let you go ahead and go into detail with that that yeah. way people know we got that going on this weekend yeah so look for dad there at the uh, schaefer photos and custom tees trailer they're behind the main grandstands. Uh, Going to try to get Don O'Neill and Hudson O'Neill. We've got a, a door from each of their cars. Um, Going to try to get them both autographed. Uh, just going to give them away. Going to have a raffle. Um, you have to be 12 years old and older to enter. Uh, we're going to have a bucket for each driver. Have like a five in one bucket and 71 on the other. And you can put in one ticket per person per bucket so like for example one person could put a ticket in the don o'neill bucket and another person or the same person could put another ticket in the hudson o'neill um this is just going to be on saturday and you must be present to win and there is a chance you could win both doors if you're that lucky so but i'm going to type everything up on facebook and put that out there so be sure to and I see Brom's, Ron's Bobby's here, and I want to clarify, you are talking about having those autographed by Don and Hudson, yes. but I would say that if you go up and you talk real nice to Bronze Bobby, you could probably get Bronze Bobby's signature on those doors as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would autograph them for you as well. 
I seen he commented, better look out for the five car. I'm telling you, if Don O'Neill wins the Jackson 100 this year, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll burn the place. Yeah, yeah. Brownstown will be, be burned to yeah. the ground. It'll be insane. Yeah. Yep. And also, uh, Josh Sheldon wrote down Tanner English, but uh, we kind of talked before the show. He's not going to be there this no, weekend, no. so no Tanner English appearance at Brownstown Speedway this weekend. And I did forget something on that. It is free to enter, so you just walk up, and Dad will give you a ticket, put one in each bucket, and you're good to go. He'll explain everything uh, when you get there. So make sure you go find Bronze Bobby at the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees booth. This is Saturday night only, right? Saturday night only, and you have so to be present. So we're, we're going to give nothing away on on Friday like that. So Saturday only. Yes. This coming weekend. Is Thornton still driving Hudson's car? So is he? I mean, has he ever been to Brownstown? Oh, he's a guy I forgot to put down. Now, yeah. I'm sure he'll be yeah. there. But well, I, is I he still driving yeah. Hudson's car no, since Ricky, Hudson's out? Ricky Thornton Jr.'s in. But it's not a seventy-one. No, it's, no but I mean Ricky's, it's that yeah. it's that equipment. But yeah. I mean probably yeah. a different number. But has he yeah. ever been to no, Brownstown? I, I, so not that I know. Those I, so. I don't think so. so he's been to Salem, but I don't think he's been to uh, Brownstown. So yeah, that'll that's right. So we're. I mean that yeah. to that's me an that, unknown. Yeah, Ricky's kind of struggled a little bit this year in that car. I mean, I, I think jumping into a team like that—that's hard to just to to jump in there. Ricky's very good. He he's a amazing talent, but. You know, it, it's there's more that goes into it than that. But he well, could be he could be the Tim McCready and oh, absolutely. And yep. uh, this could be his weekend. Kenny Brightbill. Kenny Brightbill. Yeah. First time at the racetrack. <laughs> first time winner. You know. So. And it is tough, and especially it's almost easier. And maybe some of these guys that are are watching us will disagree with me, but it's almost easier to jump in when somebody's struggling. That team had really hit it with Hudson. And they were really figuring it out. And I think the communication between Hudson and his team was getting really good. And they were kind of figuring out how to work together. And then to go through that and try and jump back in and do it again, I think, I think is a really tough situation. Well, their driving styles are probably different. So they're having to set the car up different. So, okay, what does he want that we weren't doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Burton uh, asked, how does he get a Derek Bottoms autograph? Um Zach, I'll tell you what, uh, if if you stop by and see me, I've probably got one on a piece of paper or something that he I would say around. I would say call 502-517-9393. <laughs> Ask for Billy Badfast, and you could probably get one there, Zach. I mean, Zach, Boom. I'll be honest. He said earlier that you were his hero. Um, the only stipulation was if you could drive. Uh, so <laughs> He did I, say that. If Zach Burton could drive, he'd be my hero. Yeah, yeah so that. I'm just saying, I would say being, mm-hmm. being you being his hero, I think he would probably be more than humble enough to give you his autograph. Hey, I also want to throw this out. Friday night, $20 to get in. Uh, kids 12 and under are free with a paid adult. So, And I've said this many times. A lot of racetracks don't go all the way up to 12 years old and let them in free. So 12 and under are free. And then it's another 15 for all ages to get into the pits. And then, like I said, we're going to have the Bowman 52. How long ago was it that you were 12? <laughs> which year? Thir- 35 years ago. Yeah. Which year? Because when we went to Florida with, with our grandpa, if, depending on which track we went to and what the age was to get in free, we changed a lot back uh, then, you know, so. And then he'd say, well, I'll mail you so we're not even, certificate. So, yeah. We're not even really sure how old you are now. No, I'm positive. I'm 47 because I feel it every day. <laughs> but uh, the Bowman 50 is 2,000 to win. But then also the Indiana Pro Late Models will have the first-time winner's race sponsored by Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees. So if you've never won a race at Brownstown Speedway, or I, I believe it's in the Indiana Pro Late Models series, that you get to race that race and uh, 
and for a win there. So we're going to have that race also that I didn't mention. And then Saturday night for the Jackson 100, $30 for adults, 11 under or $10. So that is the only difference there. 11 under, 10 bucks for Saturday night. And then uh, it's going to be the Lucas Oil Late Models, Jackson 100 Super Stocks Mods. And, you know, 20000 to win, $1,200 to start that night. So, you know, that's not too bad of a, uh, that's pretty of, of a deal, gig really. for the, the Super Late Models. And I also want to throw in, too, like we want everybody to be there like 100 percent yes. be there all weekend but if you cannot be if you're like from afar it will be live on dirt on dirt so definitely support that because that'll that'll go back to the track as well so first that's a, time ever that's a alive. good thing so. and, and i'm gonna be honest with this too and, and i know that there's there's differing you know viewpoints on dirt on dirt being there but i'm gonna say this if you are you know a few hours out and you really want to experience it and you're worried about the weather or the weather gets pushed or whatever experience it that way because it will bring you back the next year absolutely i totally agree with that yes and i mean matt and i talked even with the the world 100 that weekend you know we had debated are we going to go over are we going to drive we go on the day of and finally with the weather which played out way earlier than we thought i said i'm just going to get it on dirt on dirt i'm gonna sit in my house because if, if it gets rained out i'm good and it was going to give us the chance to still see it. So right. if you are in that, you know, you can't be there. You want to, you wonder, do I ever want to go to the Jackson? It's a great way to see it. And I promise you this, if you log in, you'll be there next year. Oh, I, I agree yeah. with that. And that's what we, we kind of talked about too. Um, you know, with the talks of broadcasting this race live, we overall, I think the goal is just to help put some prestige back in it. And, you know, in the Jackson 100 and, you know putting different eyes on this deal you know we're probably going to lose a few people in the stands i'm not going to lie i mean it's probably going to happen but you know they're still supporting the track and yes. overall i feel like that that it's going to help just you know build some more hype around it and hopefully get some people there next year well i think it's going to help build the sport because again going back to that casual fan that that's not sure yet I don't know how you can't watch some of this stuff and, and want to be there live once you kind of see the action and the racing and, you know, how exciting it really is. Um, I'm 45, and I still feel like a kid every time I go. As soon as they rip the green flag, it's like I'm I'm 12 all over again because it's that excitement, that good Well, drama. it's the smell in the air, you know, yeah. the, the noise. The, you know, racing is definitely a sport that you experience with all your senses. With all your senses. Mm-hmm. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. You know, and that's and you you brought up the crown jewel. Two hundred and fifty four different drivers have raced in the Jackson one hundred. I mean that's I incredible. almost think that challenges you know, a lot of the other big I ain't gonna say, you know, because I remember back in the heyday of the World One Hundred, there was three hundred cars there year after year after year. So I mean we can't challenge the world, but some other large events you know, around dirt late model racing, you know, that that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's, uh, I just, I, I want it to get back to the point of where, you know, I was looking through car counts and we were pretty well in the forties to mid forties all, you know, the past eight years and it's, it's starting to drop off. And a lot of it's just because there's, there's other racing going oh, yeah. on. You know, you've got world of outlaws this weekend, you've got Magnolia down South. So you've just got more options now and I mean, ultimately, that is hurting it the most, you know, because there's nothing Jim or anybody can do any differently to to get more cars there. I mean, all it's just 
But it then is. again, you know, look at the quality of, car, of cars. That's going to. I mean, you're going to yeah. have yes. pretty well the best of the best. I mean, not no disrespect to any other races going on, but I mean, you're going to have Bloomquist, Davenport, all those guys. And in my eyes, used to I would want to see 500 race cars there. But if there's only 35, you know, a good chunk of them are very competitive and it'd be a good race. I'd rather have know. quality than quantity. Exactly, exactly. And, and I'm going to say this too, and I hope it's something that that you know. I think dirt racing, and I and by no means do I want this to be taken negative, but I I hope it's something that they work out as they continue to grow because I think in the last. And I know some people are going to argue with me because the heydays of the 80s and 90s. But I think dirt racing, in a sense, has had kind of a a boom here in the last 10 years, just in the sense of going from a truly regional sport to a really national, you know, with things like dirt on dirt and the connection with social media and what it's brought, you know, to people. I hope that what dirt racing is able to do in all these sanctioning series is come together and not continue to try and pull apart and compete. You know, to where you can truly get some of those crown jewels back in, like, you know, the Jackson and, and and not just the Eldoras and the Knoxvilles and those some of these historic regional tracks to have that that true crown jewel event. Are you talking like with with the rules of the car so that they can do more traveling around to the different series? I'm just talking about as we start to split series, because what I see, you know, you got Lucas, you got World of Outlaws, you got all these series. It's starting to pull the cars away from your local racetrack. And it's starting to become the idea of, you know, there's money in it. I mean, and let's let's say it. it, The everyday driver, the weekend driver that's battling, it's a hobby and they're paying a lot more than they make. The guys that are going to roll in on on Saturday, it's a money game. And and these series are making money on this gig. I just don't want to see it again. I'm not trying to make this go negative in any sense. I don't want to see we've got Lucas, we've got World of Outlaws. Now we've got the Monster Energy late late model series. Now we've got the Sprint late model series. Now we've got the – and we start pulling guys every different direction. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You know, we got all these smaller series – that are really eaten at the local mm-hmm. racetrack. Absolutely. That we no longer have the local super late model guys that are showing up every Saturday night for the local fan. They're having to decide what series they're going to follow. And we're killing the local action. You know, everything is, you got your two huge series and then you got all these little ones. And it's, it's really killing the Saturday night driver because for one, you know, to race in those series, you have to pay, you know, some kind of fee to be out on the racetrack with that series. And, and, and it kills your local guy. And you're not going to kill Eldora. You're not going to kill some of those, you know, major, major places. But, again, and we talked about it before, when you look down the list of Jackson 100 winners, this isn't just Joe Schmo that, that won. This is, the, this is the history of major, major super dirt late model racing and late model racing that have won here and raced here. And that, that's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see a guy – well, because I'm in this series and I'm racing for the series championship and they're running track A, I can't continue that tradition of being at yes. the Jackson. And, you know, we raced the Jackson 138 times, you know, going to be the 39th annual Saturday night. 21 different drivers have been in victory lane for the Jackson 100. You know, so that wow. shows you how competitive that race is. Yeah. Only eight of those 21 have been a repeat winner. So, And, and when you start talking about that, repeat winners – that is beyond a who's who. I mean, well, that he, is that's Hall of Famers. That's Clash of the Titans. Scott yeah. Bloomquist has won seven times. Don O'Neill's won four. Jim Curry three. Billy Moyer three. You know, John Gill two. Jack Boggs two. Billy Drake two. 
Russ Petro won too. You know, those are the who's who. And then, you know, you have Auckland, Pearson, Owens, Matt Miller, Paul Crockett, uh, Charlie Swartz, Brian Burkhoffer, Jeff Purvis, Davenport, Kenny Simpson, uh, Tim McCready, Davey Johnson, and Kenny Brightbill all with one. I mean, yeah, the, the ones are the who's who. I mean, with one win. So when you start talking about multiples and yeah. and when you're talking about Don with four and, and Bloomquist with seven, that's that's ridiculous. I can't believe Purvis only got one. Yeah, back I, in the day he was he was who you watched, and yeah. he gets mm-hmm. one because the competition the local guys were that tough. He couldn't pull. Yeah, it b- off. back when Jeff Purvis raced is what Ryan wants. You know, our our regional yeah, guys, our guys beat up as, the traveling as, guys. You know, yeah. They were as competitive you know, as anybody that traveled. You go through the list of um, you know the older the events back in the day, like. When you look at all the hometowns, it was all local. I yes. mean, it was just oh, you, yeah. you had you had your out of state guys, but uh, you forget, like Ryan. We don't look back. We oh, were, know, the, we were there. You were there. You, you know what though? The heat there. races <laughs> then could have been a great feature. Oh and yeah, they were just yeah. the heat race, and yeah. you had great cars go on the trailer because you had that many good cars. It was who's going to get it? You know, because right. you didn't you didn't know it till the rag drop because. They were all that good. There yep. were great cars that got loaded on the trailer and never got to see the feature. I mean, great cars. Yep, yep. Like Mike said, when Scott Bloomquist first showed up for the, his first Jackson 100, he didn't make the feature. Couldn't. Right. You know, he went home. So, And I think overall, like, I see a couple comments on here about, like, about formatting and things. Overall, I do like the, the Lucas format the mm-hmm. best. I mean, it, it's you know people can say what they want about it. i just think as far as uh, you know running a show i feel like it's the the smoothest it's just you know what you're getting it's 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 pretty seamless but i don't know it, it does kind of have hurt some guys that you know local or regional guys that you know if you don't get in through the heat race you know you're struggling and that that part kind of sucks a little bit but i don't want to ask about the two day show i guess the only thing i like about that is we got we have some local guys that race in other classes that are great race car drivers and this gives other people a chance to see how good of drivers we have in, in the support classes because you know we've mentioned a whole lot on that dustin that i think our support classes are seriously overlooked at brownstown speedway because <laughs> right. we have great great race Absolutely. car drivers in every class and this gives them a chance to actually have a crowd to watch them race also so I, that's what i'm gonna throw out there i, I support that discipline to support the guys that support us every week. And I'm going to back that up, too, because we have great guys, and it's and some of these guys in this cars, it's not talent. It's family decisions that they don't want to travel or, or, or jump in something else, or it's financial, that, that they can't take on that burden yes. to do something else. But the other thing I'm going to say about the two-day show I like is that it keeps these Lucas Oil guys here. It's not a roll in an hour before the show, get them out, hit it, and they're, and they're gone. It, it makes them a little bit, and I guess this is a, a silly kind of way to say it, but a, a little bit more of that, the community feel that the Jackson is, and it makes them a little bit more of that that regional driver, or driver even though they're a na- national driver. So I like the two-day show because they're around and um, more involved. See, I'm always that guy. I, I'm that guy that that's always a little different, thinking outside the box. I, I do love two-day shows, but... I think right now where we're at with with the Jackson 100, I I would be more accepting of a one day show. Just I would rather see a one day. Just for the fact of, of 
okay, we come in here, we unload, we qualify, and we load up and go home. Or we don't go home, but you know what I mean. We're we're done. I, I like to see if, if we're going to do that. Let's see some racing too. No, no, I'm with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a little bit. I want to have the support cars like we have on on Friday night, mm-hmm. and then maybe not do anything with the Lucas Oil guys until yes, Saturday. That yeah. would be yes. I'm but I'm there's going to be people that are traveling that are going to go ahead and show up for the weekend, mm-hmm. and that's going to expose our drivers to them. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of qualifying and then they're done for the right. night because if you watch the grandstands, They've most of out. them get up and right. leave as soon as qualifying. That's the thing. Like, the I mean, I do love the the Friday Saturday format. It's not that like. But as far as I guess I should have explained a little better, like just as far as Lucas cars go, let's just bring them out once. Let's, let's yeah. put it in the, the way one. we did it last year where we had that tribute to Steve right. Barnett. That we had two good. different shows in two nights. I thought that was pretty right. cool. I know? like that aspect. I, anytime yes. you've got a two day show or three day show, I want to see you racing each night. Like I, I love how the world's formatted right now, the World One Hundred, just because. You go up there and you see racing each night. There's, and it's a new show every right, night. Something it, it all means something. You're not going and watching qualifying and and, and well, packing up. You know, like with the Lucas guys just hot lapping and qualifying on Friday. What are they making? A total of five laps, five mm-hmm. or six laps. Yeah. I and mean, then they got to clean the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my honest yeah. opinion, I mean nobody else's opinion here. Just my personal opinion. That's stupid. But. I mean, I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but... But you are. Well... <laughs> that sounded negative. Well, I mean, I just... That's tough just, love. That's my opinion. So. That's what this show's all about, I think, is tough I, love. Uh, <laughs> Justin Bowling tried to convince us to, to change the name to Tough Love <laughs> because yeah, he's all about fitting. it. It's fitting. But I... And I, I can I can see that side of it for sure. Um and, and I know I just saw somebody say there, you know, put the Bowman and the Jackson together. The only problem with put the Bowman and Jackson together is some of those crate guys that want that opportunity yes. to make it can't can't race both those races in, in the same right. day. And, and I, I see yeah, where it, you, if we keep them separated, those crate guys can maybe expose themselves as a super late right. model. So that, I think that is why we keep them separated. And, and that's what I understand the thought process of man. A Saturday night show, you got the Bowman 50 with the crate class, and you've got the Supers coming out with the Jackson 100. But the idea of trying to you, – you take those guys out of that opportunity, and I don't like that. I and just, there's some upsets with the crate cars. You know, depending on what the, the track condition is, you know, they can work the way – you know, Skyler Lewis that one night, you know, ran with the Supers, and he was in the top five, you know, before the – you know his motor let go so it's there's always a chance that a crate guy can can be the upset guy i guess i shouldn't have probably used the word stupid i just i don't think it makes much sense i that's i'll go back it's okay yeah. justin bowling said yeah. there's no room for flowers yeah. in here and you but, know what that was that was a backup and pump moment by nathan bowling right there <laughs> that's well not, i mean you know, hey, i'll throw that out for skylar lewis since he's a kicker hey if you're gonna go not for, for the brand, it, yeah. not for the brain if you're going for it go but, for it you know right. no room for flowers with yeah. people griping about you know the cost and everything is it financially feasible or you know for the race teams you know to pull there for five or six laps on a friday that is one contributing factor to car yes. count i mean it, it really is like these guys from that might be two or three hours out or whatever they i mean the lucas guys are going to be there regardless right. it yeah. Don't matter. Right. yeah but you've got a guy that's that's you know a regional guy who's who's footing his own bill and maybe can't get off work to right. get there. It's right. the thing. Like, he's working. He can't get down. So, that washes his entire weekend. But so if I, he's a seasoned regional driver, 
he already knows how to prepare for that drive, stay, get the car right, right. and run with if the big dogs. Yeah. If it's feasible to, to make it happen, I definitely think that... But that another thing is, you know, from a fan's perspective, if you're sitting in the grandstands and you pay $30 to go in Saturday... I would want to see as much on-track action with the Lucas Oil car. If you're, if that's the sole purpose that you're there for, I would want to see your hot laps, all your qualifying, heat races, and everything all in one day. But if we were getting 50 or 60 cars, you wouldn't want to set through qualifying. Right. That's what I was going to say. Run yeah. your qualifying like heat races on Friday. Now, let's be honest. Like, the people in town for Lucas Friday night. That's their drinking night. That's their that's, oh, yeah. that's tailgate. They, they, exactly. they, I mean, they most of them care. don't even come to the grandstands. Right. You know, they're there. They're right. at their campsite. They listen. You right. know, they listen over the the intercom there. What's going on on the qualifying? And then, like you said, it's yeah. the hangout and party. Have the good time. Get to know people. Maybe they haven't seen since last Jackson. You're mm-hmm. exactly right. That's. I think from a fan perspective, that the format is is. I, if you're there you're there yeah. i mean yeah you can say i would like to see more i'd like to see more but regardless you're still there right. I mean, oh, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. and there are some people that may not go one night or the other due to finances yeah you know I, a lot of people have it tough unfortunately but well that's like me like so I, I have to make a sacrifice do i go both nights one night or none and just watch it on on like dirt on dirt right because if you got to work like you know i'm i'm shooting for the live broadcast and we're going to stream um qualifying friday night just like on facebook so i've still got to work till five o'clock friday so i'm rolling in there late too so i can imagine i only work 10 minutes from the place but i can't imagine you know a guy that's sitting there on friday trying to get there from ohio or wherever i mean that it's tough i'm like nathan i think i'm taking the day off tomorrow i was gonna leave early (laughs) but uh the more we sit here and talk about jackson 100 i think i'm just gonna stay home so what's everybody's picks we've not talked about that yet well, I got one more thing to throw in here, uh, buddy. That's of mine. stupid. Yeah. Oh, no, that's <laughs> uh, tomorrow night, Brownstown and Seymour play football at Brownstown. So that's going to take Bowl. yeah Jackson Bowl. So that's you know that'll take away some fans. Yeah, you know they'll just roll in you know Saturday or whatever mm-hmm. and. But I mean, it's just everybody's. See, it's our homecoming at Jennings County also tomorrow yeah. night. So oh, really? you know that's. You know, there, there, you could lose some fans there. Right. I mean, right there's one of them. Dustin, you know, will be obligated to stay at the mm-hmm. high school tomorrow, unfortunately. So, you got connections there or what? <laughs> he yeah. thought he did. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought I could. I thought the boss would let me out. But, uh, uh, unfortunately, the uh, the high school announcer left, you know, left the football team for tomorrow night. So, that's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that guy before. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's horrible. What? <laughs> He's he's getting up in age and he can't do as much yeah. work as he I used to. They, they, they need to put an elevator to the tower at Brownstown. One thing I I will say about what I think is going to help our crowd this weekend is the weather on Saturday. Well, they're saying it's supposed to cool off, so that'll right. get them out of the woodwork because it's not so miserably hot. Right. Well, because and you won't need to go to CVS and get Gold Bond either. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but, but we are a big slow fan. Down the beer sales. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're a big fan of butt, butt paste on throttled yes, up. Right. We yes. support butt paste. Monkey on, on, butt. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we started derailed. We got back on track for and Bronze Bobby says he's taking tomorrow off too, so yeah. Hey, uh, I'm taking tomorrow off too. You're off every well, Ryan, day. Well, I yeah. guess it's just me and you. Hey, we'll hold it down. <laughs> some tomorrow. of us still gotta work for a living, I guess. Yeah, some, some <laughs> hey, us, I didn't choose this. <laughs> some of us got to. So uh let's go. Ryan said what's our pick? So Who's your pick? Right now, like I, I hate to 
hate to be the guy betting against Scott at Brownstown, but I, I'm, I'm this year right now. Jimmy Owens, he won at Knoxville last week. He's been so close all year. He's been fast all year. Just no luck, no results to to you know make up for it. So I definitely think Jimmy Owens backs it up this weekend, and he'll be your winner. Nathan. I'm just going to take the obvious choice. I think Bloomquist, if he starts front couple rows, or at least on the front row, he's going to lead every lap of it again. I'm glad you took him off the table. Now I, I can actually pick something. So uh, Well, uh, I'm, I say that it doesn't matter. I say the hitch gets him. I just hope that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it is going to rain yeah. this weekend. Yeah. That's so what I'm worried the, about. The hitch could be wet. So I wonder. That's a whole new controversy in itself. <laughs> when Superman. you had uh, Rick on a few weeks ago. I wonder if Scott is going to bring a pure stock and going to have oh, that head, head. Oh, to head. yeah. He, or yeah. Bring, bring his modified or something. Well, I mean, if if <laughs> if, uh, if Bloomer has heard about the uh, the bounty on uh, Rick Oh, Gum, yeah. Uh-oh. Bloomer yeah. may show up in a pure stock yeah. just he might, to go He collect. might just rent a pure stock for the night. <laughs> I mean, you know, and... Uh, I think I'm going to pick Superman. Davenport. Yeah. It's a solid pick. I mean, he's leading Lucas points right now. He's, uh, you know, he, he's not had a bad year. He's not had a great year. I think that. He's, I know I it's mean, a new team, and they're still getting some bugs out of it, but they're solid. Yeah, I, I, that's a solid pick. Well, since North Carolina is still losing the flood, I'm going to go with the Hurricane, Ooh. Earl, Earl Pearson Jr. Yeah, forgot you know about what? Him. Though he's been kind of on a roll here. He, he won the Dirt Million. Yeah, yeah. I forgot so about him. I will he, take he, EPJ. He is a past jackson 100 winner he back is. in 09 yes. so he's he's yes. you know he knows how to get it down at brown's that was in a master bit wasn't it yes it was yeah i think so probably and um you know i'm gonna go with because i like the i like the story um i like that so i i'm gonna go with don o'neill gets it done and and they uh they tear the place down on saturday night so that's yeah that, that would be hey, i want to throw this out there don starts the race he will tie steve barnett for the most jackson 100s starting you know at 20 at, that'll be that'll be uh was it 26 or 27 let me look real quick and i think the only it'll be 27 he'll that'll be 27 jackson 100s that he started out 38 or 39 then so he's only missed 12 of them and i think the thing about don is it, it seems like with with that team with with boyer they, they go through spurts <laughs> I mean, I, they yeah. are either really really good or they're really really yeah. bad and and you know he ran you know he was podium at knoxville last saturday yeah. i mean coming into the jackson there's some momentum it's not far-fetched at all to say that, that, that he can pull it off I mean, do you it's think not... lanigan has helped him with consistency i think i mean Lanigan's because of definitely the experience a factor. because you've got two seasoned drivers in one stable yeah i mean that definitely helps always i think so and and honestly i mean i'm not going to say that, that hudson's not helped him out too honestly just keeping right. him mm-hmm. you know because i i feel like hudson's got that similar driving style that don Mm -hmm. used to have back in the day and i really think that that they can they can kind of collaborate too and you know he's just surrounded by good people they've just had a lot of bad luck this year well Well, i think i think you know you love your son and and even in the sense that i know huddy's out right now but you love your son but that has to light a little bit of a fire mm -hmm. and that passion has to come back and and you got to think man i still got this and he's running really well and and it it's time for me to figure some things out and i think Don has kind of been reignited a little bit too with what Huddy was doing early in the season and and 
what I was going to say, I, I agree 100% if Don wins it Saturday night, they'll tear the place down. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that could have maybe been more massive is Don and if Huddy was healthy, those two battling mm-hmm. for the checkers at Brownstown Speedway and the Jackson. I don't know that at Brownstown Speedway would have existed Mm-mm. if those two had battled to the checkers. Well, they about tore it down when Hudson passed McCready last year yes. in the heat race. Yes. I've never heard a crowd that loud o- yeah. over there before, ever. But oh. you look at all the Lucas Oil guys, nobody has more laps around Brownstown Speedway than Don O'Neill. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he, ran, he ran so... I don't think Bloomquist has mm-hmm. as many... He has oh, more more laps, probably. Not, no, not... Well, look, not Don over was, a career. Don was a local guy. Don ran local yeah, for years and years. He was, you know, he, now, there's no way Bloomquist has more than O'Neill does. And I think that's where, again, what the track is like on Saturday can play a huge part too. If the if the track is extremely slick, if it's a if it's a driving track, you know, driver's oh, yeah. track, you know, when you go back and you look at that experience that Don has <laughs> and knowing Brownstown Speedway, I think that becomes a huge advantage to Don. Bronze Bobby said if if O'Neill wins the dam will break. <laughs> So, I think one thing too. Then I wanna, the track will be heavy for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. One thing I want to throw in too that, boat racing. that could happen this weekend is you got to look. A lot of the big, like marquee late model races this year, have not been won by your your top yes. guys. I mean, that's you, a great that's point. A point. That's a very good and point. And see, I mean that that trend can kind of continue here. I think because Brownstown's one of those places you you really never know. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I watched Devin Moran win at you know the Prairie Dirt Classic up at Fairbury, and I mean, he just nobody was really talking much about him and he snuck in there and yeah. he, and he killed him and that could happen i mean there's do you think big bob pierce will have any influence on what bobby does bobby's a guy that well he's a dark horse yeah i don't know if i just yeah i mean he's he's a dark horse i guess but that i think team's been hit and miss it's yes. going to yes. come down for bobby to do this deal if the track is choppy for some reason if we do get some rain tomorrow and it's choppy bobby will be really good he mm-hmm. likes those rough right. tracks he, i think because every more, time it's rough he's fast right he's more into that that type of of you know that's his driving style which you know it, it's fun to watch it's great but i just feel like if if we get locked down saturday night like i i it's, I think we'll be locked down right. also. I mean, I, it's it's going to come down to your guys that have been doing it for, for year in, year out. And unless somebody just does pop in there and they're right, and it's just... And, and again, cautions at the right time, The you know, right. where they start. I mean, that that's the greatest thing about, about this sport is the fact that, yes, you can look at it on paper and, and, you know, bloomer is bloomer and Don O'Neill knows it, but all in all... It can all change in a few laps and how things shake out. That can come down to an early race, two cars getting together, and somebody gets a flat tire and changes the you know everything out. So it's you know you just never know. Speaking of tires, are they? I know was the north south. They were they couldn't sipe them; just had to mount them and go. Are they letting them cutting or siping of any tire is allowed? Oh, okay. So that answered my question. So on your right rear, you have to run the Hoosier O three or the LM forty. Your left rear and the fronts are either the Hoosier rib or the Hoosier rib two point eight thirteen fifties. So that's that's all, that's the tire rules for so Lucas Oil. So basically, it's going to be a matter of who preps their tires right to fire and hold up for a hundred. So your right rear has to be a hard tire. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. you know that's Absolutely. that's all. If it locks there is. down, you'll need that hard tire anyway. I think it's just going to come down to, you know, obviously I think everybody is, is thinking Scott's going to win this deal. It's just, you know, he. 
And he could. And he, he could oh, go out and stink up the I mean, entire he, joint. He honestly, I mean, I mean, coming into the deal, he is the the hundred percent favorite. Like I nobody's denying that. I just think that his he's had some inconsistencies this year and, and you know, with luck and different things and, and like you said, you know, motor problems recently and right. and I love yeah. what you said. As as dominant as he can be at times, mm-hmm. if he's off, he's off. Who knows who may right. come in? I mean that's and that's all. Because you gotta look, I mean, what year was it he he came into the world with the old chromed out car and he stuffed it in the fence and hot laps and was <laughs> yeah. done for the weekend. Yeah, he I mean, he weekend. had help with the second hit though. Yeah, but I mean just tail. all it, it takes is something like that and he Scott's out of the equation. You right. know, and it's it's it can very well happen. My buddy Joe Johnson just said how about letting the uh, pure stocks run with the super stocks like we let the crates run with the supers because they run on opposite nights, you know, if any uh pure stock wants I know Tim Rivers tried that what last year, last race mm-hmm. of the year, he ran out and ran, ran with the super stocks, so since they're two different nights, if any pure stock wants to try and run with the super stocks, man, I wouldn't know anybody that would want to even think about. I was, when I wasn't going to go up, there. I actually, thought, I thought you meant the eighty-eight was going to race like with the Lucas cars, is what I thought. Well, I mean, at least <laughs> modified. I mean, just saying. Well, I don't think think they could. Could they? I wasn't even going to go there, guys. I'm, I mean, that's this is my first thought. But. I'm just going to say that. <clears throat> He'd have to get some more hidden magic back in the car. I don't know if you. Uh, no, I don't. I know yeah. none of you guys remember this, but uh, you will. Joey Kramer. Joey Kramer, yeah, he got in his his uh, street back when they were called street stocks. Ran with the late models. Ran with the late models and Until actually outran. The yeah, they they wrecked him because he was outrunning him. Yeah, actually. Back years and years ago, when uh, Joey Kramer was a, a street stock racer, before we went to the modified, all he had was a stainless steel door on it with spray painted seven yeah. seven on it. He yeah. was smoking them. <laughs> yeah, that was early in Joey's career. Yeah, he decided one night he was going to race with the late models, and actually was out running a mini street stock. So I think for anybody, you you know, we can talk about the pure stock. We can talk about the Lucas car. It don't matter what it is. You just got to be right. You know? yeah, you're exactly you, right. You got to be yeah. right. And yeah. when you know, nobody wants to go out there and be in a slow race car you know it's you build the best car you can build yeah and it it doesn't matter what level you're at i don't care if you're racing go-karts what anything you build the best car you can for you for you and that's what we talked so much and, in the yeah, last we can weeks. call yeah. it cheating we can call it a million different things but it just comes down to you know that that com- that comment right there takes me right back to colton sullivan you know he drives a lease spring car and he wouldn't know what to do with anything. Yeah, else. I said, I said do you want the best no. technology? Yes. Colton he said, no. has built the best leaf spring car he can to himself, and he it and it you know, he admitted on here that he didn't know if he would want to go, you know, to, to anything right. else because that's what he knows. Right. Well, and we've had that conversation on here when you talk about a guy like you know Marty and what Marty's done. It, it's funny to me, and, and and even with you know the pure stock controversy and some of that stuff, some of these guys want to say if I had his car. I'd, I'd run up front. I could dominate. That's that's not true. No, no. There are not other guys that could just climb in the no. 19 and run with the crates the way Marty does. There's not guys that could drive, that could crawl in Rick's car and just run. It's not that. It is Rick, Marty, these guys have set these cars up perfect for their driving style, for the way the track has been lately, and that combination is what makes them dominant. Well, I'm going to add on to that, though. The two guys you mentioned, you know, Marty O'Neill and Rick Gum, they have over 20 years of racing experience. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you know, they 100%. have seen things that some of these guys don't even know ever happened. Mm-hmm. So you got to throw, you know, your racing experience in on top of that also. Yeah, the only way you learn adjustments is missing the adjustment and coming back to it. Right. I mean, and figuring out how you want to play out to things. So, you know, when you've got 20 years of experience like these guys, and, and Rick said it when he sat here. 
Rick made a lot of missed adjustments in 20 years of racing, and he took his entire career of, of working on race cars and put it together in this one. And, you know, and when we've talked to Marty and the Hartwells and you, when they've put their knowledge together kind of yes. in this in this group, that's what really helps you, you put the combination together. You know, me, and Mike, me and Mike were kids when Marty O'Neill and Don O'Neill unloaded, you know, twins, just different numbers on the car. You know, they those two guys have raced our whole lives. I you remember know. a time uh, Don O'Neill had a car that looked like Bill Elliott's cup car. Yes, I remember that too. The red and gold number nine. Yep. I think there's just certain guys that, and again, this is for all levels. It's just how invested you are in it. You know, I, I've spent a lot of time on the road with Rick back in <clears> the day. <throat> I mean, we've spent a lot of miles, you know, in a, a dual oh, yeah. pickup busting up and down the road and the thing about him he's always thinking like it, it don't matter what's going on he's always thinking and he's always trying to figure out how to get faster and you know it's the same with scott you you walk up to you know bloomquist at, at a racetrack he's not going to be all because you know he's he's got his head in the game he, he's he's all about making sure he's right the th- thing about scott though he's figured out the mind game also oh yeah he, oh, he's yeah. Yeah. He, he beats yes. guys before yeah. he ever unloads the race yeah. car just be you know all the other things he does, right. you know, he's a psychological in. warrior. Right. Man. Oh, that's yeah. a yeah. We lane. seen that I mean, it's just... at Eldora one year firsthand after just the heat race. He messed with somebody's mind enough they backed it in the wall after the race. Yeah, celebrating. Yeah, he is. He is. You know who I'm talking about too. I won't oh, mention yeah. names. He, but yeah, he yeah. messes with with everyone. Even like me being on the media side of things. He he's yeah. one, he's the one guy that is tough to. I mean, after Knoxville, we knew we had about a, a 30 second window and he got out of that car. You were going to catch him. And, and he was, you know, he's just one of those guys you, you've got to be living in his world. I mean, oh, he, that's he's, a fact. He, yeah. There, he, he is not living in your world. You no, know, no, he, he's got his own world. Exactly. <laughs> we, yep. when we were younger, we never caught him at Eldor around the car at all. Mm. We would catch him, you know, always up at the bar or, you know, strolling around because that's where everybody looks for him at is, is at the race car. Mm, you know, yep. and like you said, he is, from the hauler to the car and so quick that no one can can get to him there but i even think in that i think part of his game is and and is the i'm at the bar i don't need to be by my car he makes it look like it i don't care i just get in that he's a lot more involved in everything that i go oh, on in that car yeah. he's been that way for years he is look at him at the racetrack his he is always dirty because he is involved but he plays right. the game yes. of I'll just roll out of the hauler. I'll step yeah. in. I shoe this thing, yeah, and that's. Yeah. But and, and I think it honestly, he's hurt some of the younger generation because, in the sense of, they've watched that and thought, I, I can do that. Yeah, I just roll yeah. out of my hauler, out of the air conditioning. I climb in and I run it. They don't realize the actual input that that Bloomer's putting into that car. Can you imagine how many hours a week he puts in on that car with the unsightly things that some drivers could potentially overlook oh absolutely and like i said he's living it i mean he he absolutely is 100 percent invested and you know you walk past his his trailer saturday night i guarantee he's out there buffing tires oh yeah he's something he's in this deal i mean and and it's gonna be you know love love him or hate him when he's no longer in the sport there's gonna gonna be a huge gap you're gonna see a gap because there's going to be people at Brownstown that hate him, but they're there to to, watch to hate him. him. They're there I mean, to it, hate it him. Is, yep. It is it is it is a hundred percent right. When yeah. I believe he said that in an interview, though, oh, love me or hate me, you're there to watch me. Right. Yeah, you know, when, when, in any sport, when you lose the team to hate, you know, when yep. the 
when the when the Yankees aren't good, when the you know the the Patriots fall off, when whatever team it is that you love to hate, right. when they go away, it, it falls off. And well, you're 100 percent right. And I think you earlier we were talking about all the different series races and how they're hurting local racing. I think that the biggest thing I see, you know, going and covering these events is okay. You you go to a you know a southern nationals race or something like some of chris tilly's races there you know each week you're getting these guys and you know the story there's just a storyline there Mm -hmm. that draws people back where the local racing like i I mean i love it i support it you know obviously we we try try all we can to to you know cover brownstown each week and and do it as best as we can but there's not always that just great storyline there and And I feel like that's what's killing the local racing scene a little bit. It's just getting that storyline back. Well, and I think I think exactly what you just said, and I think it's something that you know it's something we're trying to do with this. But it's the idea of having some of those characters and not characters in the way of being you know negative or and it's not the the I'm going to go at this guy, but it's the character like what bloomer is it's the character like what stapleton is that's what i was getting ready to say it's the character we, like what rick gum was on here we you know, we, I mean, it is. You know we had yeah. stapleton for years that you know he kind of held the character position down at, at brownstown mm-hmm. well now he's to the position in, in his career that he's wanting to venture out and travel and we have lost that mm-hmm. in-house villain i guess because he fills that role quite well but oh i think you I love think, him or hate him i you think know, the 88 so. is parked right in that villain garage yeah he's, he's getting there if, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, that's what i was thinking about i on think the way he here. went from but a multi-car garage to a single car garage yeah. he backed her right in you know mm-hmm. I'm, i am going to say this real quick while we're on this our race fans and what i've seen on the social media i really and we've said this before dustin they really need to watch what they're putting on the 100%. internet because it's embarrassing well, it's, it is embarrassing because they cannot stop. Mm-hmm. And then they start throwing all the negative out. And then you got the one guy that might be thinking about coming to the racetrack. Yep. And then all of a sudden they see this bickering between two or three people. Or they think everybody's cheap. And then they're like, it's well, already, it goes yeah. back, to, it goes back yeah. to even what Ryan said with drivers and car counts. Well, I'm not driving up there because Bloomer's going to win. It's the same thing if if you think that everybody's cheating. And you said it, and, and, and you're going to have to tell me who said it last week because you told me this week, and I've not slept much, who talked about the only person who should gripe about number one. Oh, yeah. Mickey Hines. I, 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 I talked you. to Mickey Hines in the pits, and that guy made more sense to me than anybody I've ever talked to at a racetrack because he said the only guy in the race that needs to complain about the winner – is the guy that finished second mm-hmm. because everyone else is beat by somebody else. Yeah, if you're seventh, second, you need to worry about yeah. being sixth. Yeah. Second place is the only guy that needs to complain about the winner because third place got beat by second. And like Dustin said, seventh place was beat by sixth. So seventh place don't even need to worry about the winner because he can't even run second. So no. if you're going to complain about a winner, you probably need to finish second first. And I, I know this is going to be unpopular, and that's okay. I've got a lot of people. We like that. Oh, that's I, my favorite. I love these. I've got a lot of people that don't <laughs> like me. That's all right. Uh, 
But when you look at some of those people that are throwing those comments up there that are going after guys, it's not usually the guy running second. Because you know why? The guy running second's not sitting at his computer talking about Mm -hmm. the guy winning. He's He's in his his garage wrenching it to try and win the race. So I'm going to say it right now. That's that's where he is. Yeah, he's out in the garage working, making his car better Mm -hmm. instead of trying to blow stuff up on the internet. I'm going to tell you right now, no keyboard has ever won a race that's actually on dirt. Because I know Braden Watson. Watson may still be listening. He's going to tell me that, no, no it's won a lot of... It's cool night. But here's the other thing you got to think of, too. There's these We're guys that hours. think if they throw more money at it, they'll go faster. It's throw more time at it. Oh, 100%. Well, and 100%. That's, that's the thing, like, I'll, I'll say, like, not to... You know, I'm just going to use Rick as an example because it happened, like... Rick in here commenting tonight, you never see Rick doing anything like that on Facebook. You don't see... Like, like you said, the guys yeah. that are winning, they're not... They're not blowing everybody's chops up on Facebook, and you. The thing is, like, I'll I'll get to seeing all this stuff on Facebook, and you. They're hurting our sport. Well, they're they're killing it. You click on their account and like start looking through their news feed, and it can be, oh, we put a new sign up in Seymour. They're going to complain about oh, that. Oh yeah. They're going to complain <laughs> yeah. about the racetrack. They're going to complain. I mean, there's just there's chronic people out there who are going Keyboard to complain warriors. about anything. And yeah. I understand. Like everybody is is mad at Rick right now. That's fine. Like that's it. Understandable. He loves it though. But was that he mad at Jim it. Curry in 1972? <laughs> right. That's was, the thing. Was like, he mad at, at Earl Plessinger? Right. What was it 97 exactly. when he won? won and that I'm many okay in a row. with them being mad. I right. am. I'm okay with them being mad. Right. And, and frustrated. But if you truly don't know that a guy is cheating, and, and don't get me wrong, in racing, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and we all know people push the rules and find loopholes. They, they all I, are cheating, right? And I'm not. That wasn't a comment towards Rick, but what I'm saying is, if you don't know the guy is, because he's winning doesn't mean he is. Right. It doesn't mean naturally, and, and and usually again, and I said this when Rick was on here. Usually, the guy that's the loudest complaining is the guy doing the most cheating, and he can't yep. figure out why what he he's doing yeah. hasn't got him to the front yep. yet. Wasn't there a phrase in the seventies in NASCAR? I know. I he's don't know. Cheating. I wasn't born yet. I know he's <laughs> cheating because he's faster than me, and I was cheating. That yeah. comment was actually made last year at Brownstown Speedway by somebody. Oh, really? I didn't know that one. Yeah, you need to tech that car because I know he's cheating because I am. That comment was actually made oops, last year at oops. Brownstown Speedway. Uh, that one I was unaware of, but. I think it was uh, Marty Robbins was talking about Petty. Marty I, Robbins was a country music singer also. Oh, I... Yeah. Oops. But Was that before our big year, 1985? <laughs> way, uh, yeah, way before. Oh, okay. But this whole like social media thing, it's a double-edged sword. You know, it, it could be the best thing right. in the world. Joe Johnson, you're exactly right. And it could be the worst thing in the world. Joe's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just stayed home but, and but his there, homework. Yeah. You get that one guy that is on the fence about going to the race, and, and like Ryan said, you start seeing all this social media, and yeah. they're like, why am I even going to bother? Yeah. Because the people there, all they're doing is complaining about it. You can't even, They can't even say nothing positive. You've got to take that with a grain of salt, though, and make up your own mind by going and seeing it for yourself. See, that's that's exactly right. I think that, and, and I've started to to the trend more towards this is is the whole facebook thing is exhausting in general yes. oh, yes, yes. It's, it's exhausting because I, yeah. it does not matter you i'll could, say facebook will probably kick us off here in about two possibly. seconds because <laughs> we're all agreeing exactly. okay. and, and, see, and that's the problem <laughs> that is the problem that's the problem with facebook is they would kick us off for for talking like that but it's just it, i mean take racing and everything out of it it's just 
people need to realize everybody's got an opinion and you don't have to always share it. Right. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. Speaking of Facebook, this is crazy. Hang, hang on a minute. Colton Sullivan said Where that's why he comments? runs Leaf Springs because you can't cheat cheat with that uh, junk. He says, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and he, that was his words, not mine, guys. He, he's that was Colton's words. So we did a, a a live broadcast. I did one down here for a, a business here in town, and they just had music playing in the background, like mm-hmm. just on the in the shop. In twenty eight seconds, Facebook kicked me off. Yep. And said that Warner Music Group had claimed the rights to the song playing on my video. And I'm like, I didn't even play any. And then it dawned on me that, like, faintly in the background, there was music playing. And they had already picked up on me. And I thought, boy, this is scary. So, yeah. So, Facebook mm-hmm. will probably shut us down here for saying how bad it is. But, well, now that that was probably our most focused conversation that of the was, night. That was solid. That was good. That was, that was good. Yeah, but was I, good. I think it all needs said. It did. It, yeah. But, I, well, but I'm saying, I mean, that was like 20 minutes of solid, no jokes, not derailed. I no, mean, I, you joked. You asked you about Marty Robbins. you derailed it because yeah. you didn't keep it going. I know, but I got to get to bed at some point, man. Yeah, he, he's the <laughs> one working tomorrow. Yeah, him and work. Ryan are working tomorrow. <laughs> we still need to do the weather report. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's let's, talk, let's go to that. Now, reporting our live, our chief meteorologist, Nathan Bowling. <laughs> Archie Wills. Well, <laughs> Tom Wills. <laughs> let's go over the weather wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> 50% chance of rain, 50% chance it won't. There you oh, go. Okay. <laughs> and that's coming to you from uh, Stormy Skies there. <laughs> it's no longer say, chesty. He's going to say Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> uh, we gotta She's get way more popular than Stormy Hills. Derailed. derailed. <laughs> say, we got to get off this before. Uh, hey, it, she makes people president. Hey, in the, wor- <laughs> in the words of Zach Burton. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've been yeah. saying rock roll oh, reggae. So I mean, do we have any final thoughts going into Jackson? You know, I, I mean, just to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, if if we, we're wrapping it up, let's talk. Honestly, about Jackson. We're, we're an hour and a half in. This is going to be one of our longest shows. Honestly, man. just if you're going and you got a friend that's never been, Amen. Drag him to the track, even if you have to help him pay his way in if you can financially. Get him there. You might hook him. And if you, and it's, it's the race to come to, honestly. And if year. you can't, and again, I'm going to say this, and I'm not knocking going to the track. If you can't, and you're going to buy it on dirt on dirt, invite every friend oh, over absolutely. you got. You know, right. have everybody well, pitch in and bring something and throw them in and come in and watch this thing. Yeah, because you will be back people. the next year. Absolutely. That's the thing, like, and that's the whole idea. Like, you'll get me on a little bit of a rant here about these live broadcasts, but it is the, I mean, it's already happening. It's not like it's a new thing, but. That's where things are going. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it yeah. just is. And the, the whole purpose of it is to, like, basically my job this weekend is to showcase Brownstown Speedway to its full potential. And, I mean, we've got to show people is, what though, we've got. On TV is great. That gets you interested. But yes. live is being there. There's no replacement. No, really. there, there's no replacement. But, but at least Dirt on Dirt is giving a kickback to the racetrack. Oh, that, that's, that's the positive yes. there also. All you know. these live broadcasts that we do, it's it's all, you know. The, the racetracks benefit a lot from it because you got to look since you know since we started live streaming like El, at Eldora and things like that it's sold out now yeah I mean you go yeah. to the world and it's record well, you're exposing and, yourself to more than right. regional you're you're just getting you got to get more eyes on our yes. sport and, and yes you know you can argue well why would I even want to go to the racetrack when I can watch it well that's you know I get that but the idea you still want to go you still want to go still attract but, some lucrative sponsors to right. help and see that's keep the, operations going better that's the backside of it too is you know that's Jonathan just Rourke more wants eyes. to know if you'll pay his way Mike 
<laughs> Dude, I'm broke. I'm on a fixed income. You know this. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to go back to something you just said, too, because I think it's important as well. For that casual fan that's never been to the dirt track, that I understand, and, and I'm not going negative on another sport, but I understand the idea of, you know, there are NASCAR tracks, and I'll be the first to admit I would rather sit at home and watch it on my my 52-inch TV than, than pay the money to get to the track and watch the majority of it on a Jumbotron. And that's not a knock mm-hmm. on the sport right. of NASCAR. That's just right. the way some tracks are set up. That's not what you get at dirt no. track racing on Saturday night. And that's, I just want to say that in the sense that when you go pay your money, you will see every ounce of action that your two eyes can take in. It's in your face. Because I, 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 I think throw- sometimes people think, well, I've been to the Brickyard one time or I've been here and I watched them go by and then I waited and then they went by. That's not dirt track racing. No. You see every element, again, that your two eyes can take in because I'm going to say again, Go get the subscription to some to in the fast lane productions in this because you will go back and watch things that you don't see, but but you get to see the action when you go watch this stuff. And I'm we didn't even mention this, but Saturday during the day, the Lucas Oil guys will come up over on the, on the grandstand side of the racetrack for an autograph session. I mean, they make themselves very very accessible. I mean, you will never get that at a NASCAR event where no, you know. Hide. You know, they them guys will sit and they will sign autographs until no one else wants one, and they'll let you take pictures with them. They'll talk with you. So, you know, dirt track guys—they're the people's racers because they are there for you. I mean, I've yet to ever go to any dirt race. You know, Dustin, when me and you went to Eldora, you know, we walked through the pits. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. And every driver that we walked up to to talk to. They welcomed us right in. And, and us we all- were the weirdos carrying a microphone and a recorder. Yes, through the pits of Eldora. And, and saying, hey, where are these guys from this thing called Throttled Up? Uh, would yes. you record with? I mean. And nobody told us no. no. You know, they were more than willing to give us whatever time we needed. So, you know, we have the greatest drivers in any sport, I think, in, in dirt racing. I mean, I'm going to see all of dirt race. you know, all of it. No matter what kind of class you're racing in, I think the dirt drivers are the, are the greatest with the fans there are. And uh, I see Melissa here says, promote, promote, give a family set free with a pit pass. And I'm just going to say that we did that. Um, yes. And it yeah. was earlier this year at the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees Night. Um, All of our businesses did. What did we end up giving out? Five sets of... No, eight sets. Eight sets, thank you, of Jackson 100 tickets uh, were given out. And that was sponsored by Schaefer Photos and Custom Tees, Brownstown Speedway, In the Fast Lane Productions, Throttled Up the Podcast. Uh, Tony Lucas. Tony Lucas jumped in and gave it yes. up. So, so, and I'm not just saying that to... to to pat us on the back but we did step up and try to give out free tickets yes. and get some people there yeah we gave uh, like eight eight different sets out that night so yeah eight people are going to get to go to the jackson 100 you know on us you know all of us all right well let's wrap it up at that point let's let's run through one more time again uh i took don o'neill he's our winner in jackson 100 on saturday night ryan newport nightmare jimmy owens bloomer Superman, Jonathan Davenport. The Hurricane, Earl Pearson Jr. There we go, and we'll see uh, next week uh, who the winner is. And um, uh, Guys, like I said, get out to the racetrack, have some fun this weekend, enjoy it. Uh, for all of you who may already be there or will be listening to this at the campground at Brownstown Speedway, uh, just remember, some of us, Ryan and I, are working tomorrow. <laughs> have <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> hey, look us up at the racetrack, too. Holler at us this weekend. Have Definitely. a good one. Thank you.
That didn't seem like an hour and a half. For Brian Clausen, uh, I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in Victory Lane, and y'all boys ain't invited. Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Got kids up in my window like, hey Mo, are you gonna win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, cause y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I missed that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I missed that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. I just won hot laps for the third week. Lil Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. So I go and check the board on my bike, sitting outside pole. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh-huh. W, W, that's another George W. Hit him with that half a lap, like, dang, what gear you running in? And where'd you get that fire suit? Uh-huh. Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA, hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like I'm rubbered up, and I'm smiling for the pics. Y'all boys be looking tacky, while I stay looking slick. Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning. And mama just gave me them eyes like, dang, baby, you looking handsome. We pray and sing the anthem. Nobody takes a knee. We stop and show respect, cause we're all proud to be. From the land of the free and the home of the brave, y'all better wake up and get it. We're making America great again. Let's all go out and kick it on there. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I missed that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. I'm a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I missed that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. 